Thanks for listening to the Full Scope Podcast, hosted by Landon Leach and Caleb Stafford. We're committed to pursuing all things Jesus, outdoors, hard work, and freedom in the fullness of who we were created to be. You'll hear from us, our friends, and people we meet along the way about the things we love, the missions we are pursuing, and our hearts for the things of God. Thanks again for listening to the show. Now let's get to this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Full Scope. We're your hosts, I'm Landon Leach and Caleb Stafford. Um, just want to thank everybody for jumping on today with us. Uh, we've had a we've had a busy busy last week and weekend. Um, just kind of give y'all a little snapshot of our lives. Caleb actually drove up to Knoxville this weekend and spent some time with us at, and some of the porch guys. Um, just continued helping us work on our house that we're building. Um, it's a, it's it's a it's a ongoing learning process working uh, on a construction project as a ministry as a brotherhood. Uh, <laughs> we're constantly having to choose to serve the ministry and serve uh, the the mission over our own over our own. Uh, uh, preference i guess or or what we would rather be doing sometimes but uh it's it's teaching us a lot right now so it's really cool um teaching us to uh to to choose something that's bigger than us to serve and to do together um but yeah we had a great time this weekend um i'm actually in this season of life having helping uh assistant coach an aau basketball team with some fifth graders so i jumped off jumped over to that uh, a little bit this weekend and um that's something that's been surprisingly really rewarding for me just to get to work with those kids and um help with a sport that I really don't know much about uh I mean I do but I don't I've never I've never played it at a high level or anything so I'm really just there to support the coaches and keep the morale of the team up um but yeah it's been <laughs> yeah it's kind of a joke. I mean, but at the same time, I really do love it. It's, it's funny. It's like, I actually love coaching a sport that I'm not really, I'm learning as much as the kids are learning, but you know, being there to help reinforce what the head coaches are saying and teaching is really cool. Um, but yeah. What about you, Caleb? Man, that sounds awesome. Uh, even though I was there for pretty much most of that. Yeah. Except uh, for basketball. Yeah. For me, Work's been slow. It was raining most of last week, so nothing to report on at work. Just, heck, we even went fishing one day last week. And then <laughs> it rained so much Thursday and Friday that boss man said, hey, whatever you want to do this weekend, don't worry about coming into work. We can't do anything. So I was like, hmm, perfect. Thursday nights is when Bible study is. I can go up to the porch Spend the weekend in Knoxville, hang out with my boys and yes, sir. Uh, one of our friends, his wife and their daughter are actually about to be missionaries in Nepal. So mm. uh, got to see them one last time before they leave. And that was really special. Super cool moment. And yeah, helped on the house Friday night. Got to spend some quality time with Rich on Saturday. Go to church with the boys on Sunday, see my mom 
Sunday afternoon and make my way back over here and start another week of work, even though we ain't doing much this week either. <laughs> so, perks of having, having rainy weather. Um, at least the days are nice, weather's warm, that kind of stuff. Sun shining, yeah. but it's everything's still too wet. The do too much yeah. dirt moving right now. Spring is definitely so, here. Yeah, it's coming. But something that uh, Landon was wanting to talk about today, and what we're going to dive into, is something that we feel is super vital and important to life in general as a Christian, to the men that we're called to be. We feel super heavy that we aren't supposed to just live the cookie cutter Christian life in America. That's not what we have bought into. That's something that we feel very strongly about and honestly despise in a way. Mm. And if that's something you feel like you're called to do, then have at it, I guess. But there's so much more that you can actually tap into. And there's so much more in your life that you are able and have permission to do. So yep. we're going to talk a little bit about those things, but mostly what we're diving into today is the topic of stewardship, meaning yeah. how do you live this way? How do you manage your time? Uh, how do you manage these these goals that are in your heart? How do you get from point A to point B and start climbing this mountain that you want to build uh, yeah. your life upon? And that makes it make stewardship kind of this whole focus of those things. Discipline kind of goes in and out of that too. But mm-hmm. what we really want to focus on is stewardship. So Landon, go on and share a little bit about what your heart is in this and what's kind of on your mind right now when I just throw the word stewardship at you. Yeah, um, <clears throat> this is just uh, the first thing I think about really is just like us and I was talking with Caleb about this, but us maximizing our lives. I feel like, uh, you know, there there's principles in this that are directly spiritual principles, but there are but there are principles in this that are actually life, um, life management, and uh, like responsible responsible. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say like responsible um, actions that maybe not don't look spiritual, but actually they are godly. They are godly principles, but they're, they're really just, but they, they look, they, they look like they're just things of the, of, of this life on the earth. They're not maybe something you would think uh, that you would get from, you know, quiet time with the Lord or anything like that, but they are the Lord as well, actually. Um, and honestly, so like, yeah, I just want to talk about like maximizing your life. What does that look like? And that looks like stewardship. Um, because to actually get the most of your life, whether it be time, whether it be your money, whether it be your relationships, your health, anything, it looks like how you steward those things. Um, you know, it's like you have your goals that you want to reach, but you also have a finite amount of time to reach those goals. And things you can do in that time to actually achieve the things you want to achieve. And so how you steward that, how you actually uh, carry that and care for that 
is um is is all about how you how you manage your time how you manage the things you've been given and that's that is the lord that is the lord it's like we talk about i mean something we a passage out of the bible that we talk about all the time is the parable of the talents um and it's taught and it's all about stewardship and it's a passage about how one person was given one um, an amount each, three different people were given three different amounts of something and they each had to take that thing and do something with it and two people doubled what they were given and the other one didn't do anything with it and he buried it and you know um and the the master came back and he rewarded the ones who doubled theirs you know and you know well we could get into more of that later maybe another episode but the principle of that is is stewardship how they stewarded how they stewarded those things because um when it boils down to it as sons and daughters of god um how we steward our lives, how we steward, even how we steward our giftings, how we steward, you know, our relationships with the Lord, our relationships with friends, all these things um, directly impacts the impact our lives will have. Um, And not only that, but it directly honors the Lord. It shows value. Stewardship is stewardship is equivalent to value because and honor. You are honoring God. You are showing value to the Lord and to yourself when you t- when you actually are intentional with your time and how you use it. Um, and I just felt on my heart, you know, that like we were just, you know, wanting to dive into what this what this looks like on a, in a few different areas. Um, and so. You know, I I guess I'll I'll start off with a little bit about like, you know, my journey with this was not one. Um, it wasn't like all of a sudden one day I clicked and understood what this meant. It has been a journey. It's been a process. It's been different people coming in and out of my life, displaying re- maturity. Uh, stewardship is a lot about maturity. How you steward something honestly, a lot of times reflects directly on how mature you are in life as an adult. Very true. Caleb's been a huge person that has impacted my life in how I steward my goals and how I steward my money and things like that. Um, And how I steward my, even like, even my hobbies and things that I want to do that are fun. But it's like, unless I put the time in, unless I set my goal, my face towards these things, I'm not going to actually see them, you know, I'm not going to actually see them come to fruition. I'm not going to see these things that I actually enjoy that are hobbies or whatever it is. You know, it's like, um, obviously we're, we're going to, we'll talk about like elk hunting and things like that. That's a big thing for Caleb, but it's like, I'd love to do that one day too. And I'm at a very beginner stage in that, but it's like, I'll never get to that stage if I don't put in a lot of work and steward my time towards that right now. I mean, it's a, it, yeah. you can't just hop on a plane and fly to Colorado or the Rockies and backpack through mountains <laughs> and shoot an elk with a with a bow if you're not actually putting the time in prior to work towards it. Um, Definitely. But um, yeah, I mean, so Caleb, like, does anything else come up in you as I said those things? Uh, I know we have some things we want to talk about specifically, but you know, I think there's just a lot on our hearts about this. Personally, I'd say time is the hugest factor in this conversation, just on the 
mere fact of so many different people nowadays want to say like they have these ideas right and they Mm -hmm. they have dreams they have goals whatever it might be well then they love to talk about it it's like well one day one day i'm gonna do this one day i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. that oh it'll be nice whenever i get there to do this yeah um or if they see somebody doing something well they get super jealous and they think that it will just come to them down the road. Mm. It's like, well, my time will come. Well, that can be true, but that doesn't always necessarily mean that's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. And I think so many people, Cameron Haynes talks about this. I've heard him, seen multiple videos of him talking about this, but everybody has the same amount of time in a day. Mm-hmm. It don't. I don't care what kind of job you have, what hobbies you have, uh, what your family situation is like. You have 24 hours, just like everybody yeah. else. And what you do with those 24 hours yep. will project your life in the direction that you want it to go. Yep. And yes, what? They suggest you should take like six to eight hours of sleep. All right, mm-hmm. subtract that from 24. I mean, you're already starting at a disadvantage if that's how much you sleep, which we needed. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely time for that. But what are you doing with those other things? Then you subtract work. If you work a basic nine to five, boom, you're already in the hole big time and you've got like eight hours left in your day. Yeah. But when you really think about it, that's eight whole hours that you get to put towards something else to better yourself to chase the goal that you officially like truly desired besides your nine to five or I mean, fill in the blank. You can receive that however you want to, but so many people make the excuse of like they hear uh, somebody working out and they'll get to talking about going to the gym or doing CrossFit or running or doing anything. And they're like, Oh, I just, I just don't have time for that. It's like, no. Okay, we're all busy. The world continues to spin as fast as it does at the rate that production is coming out right now. Nobody lives a slow life anymore. That's just non-existent. That's out the window. Yeah. But people want to say the excuse of like, I don't have time. And that's bullcrap. Everybody has the same amount of time. It's just how you're spending it. If you yep. picked up your phone and looked at it, it tells you every day or every, once a week you spent this amount of time on your phone. Uh, it was down 9% last week. Yeah. And you feel a little bit good about yourself because it's like, oh, we're down 9%. But yeah. matter of fact is you were actually on your phone like four total hours every day that yeah. week. That is easy, mm. simple stuff that you can cut out of your life to or heck, Truly if you're on your phone that much. Something that's meaningful. Yeah, what? and if you're on your phone that much, like, what are you doing on your phone? Are you doing, like, educational things that are improving you towards goals? Are you learning? Are you are you looking for whatever you're interested in doing? Like, are you using your, if you are on your phone, because, I mean, heck, most of, like, honestly, most of the things we're doing these days are on our phones. We are having, you know, resources. Our phone is one of our best resources. It's, yep. I mean, honestly, it's kind of funny you say that about phones because like on a little side tangent, like 
that's a prime example of stewardship. Your phone can be used for a lot of things that are unhealthy or a lot of things that are great for you. But how you decide to use it, how do you decide to take the time you're going to spend on your phone is up to you. You know, like if you have a dream in your heart, if you have a goal for whether it be to build an in- build income, build wealth, to read the word, read books, listen to books, whatever it may be. It's like you can, you can, I, I'm actually learning this right now because I'm, I'm not a very phone person. And if I am on my phone, I can get caught up, you know, like everybody in the aimless social media scroll. But it's like, yep. how can I take and remove that out of my life and actually interject educational times, beneficial times on my phone? And, you know, that's kind of my own personal journey of things that I'm going after in my heart right now. But I think, you know, that was just a good example. So Caleb's kind of already taken us there, but we'll just talk about, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit more about time. Like the amount of time that like I, I've, I've been, you know, for me, it's been like exactly what Caleb's saying. Like, okay, when do I need to be in bed? When do I need to be asleep? When I need to be wicked? When do I need to be up by to get all the things accomplished? And, um, you know, (laughs) so often I think we have such a tendency to numb our minds, whether it be through TV or comforts and things like that. And we, we live out of this space that says like, I just need to rest. I just need like medicate me. I need, I need something to just make me like entertain me to just check my mind out because I'm too stressed. Yep. And first thing I would say to that is if you if you do walk with the Lord and you are listening to this and you are a believer and you are a son and daughter of the Lord, it's like God is your source of comfort and peace, not every other thing you're using. And I don't mean just by the way he makes you feel. I mean, he literally is. And you need to ask the Lord to give you a revelation of how he is your comfort and how he is your peace. Because if you're using everything else, like any type of vice or whatever it may be for that, it will actually, it, 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 it numbs your mind. It actually makes you turn your mind off. And actually, I found myself in those situations wasting time. I will be, you know, you'll be scrolling social media or watching Netflix or whatever. Hours will be passing. And then the next thing you know, you're just like, what have I done? Like, what have I been doing with all this? You know, like, what have I, like, what, how, and then you start, then next thing you know, you don't even have goals. You don't even have things you're living towards. You're not even taking the giftings and the time and the Lord and the things the Lord's given you and maximizing it. You're not even using it for its fullest. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, it was like, just like learning First, I learned it in the secret place. First, I learned it in, you know, developing my relationship with the Lord and knowing that, like, if I want something deep with God, I've got to prioritize it. And I'm going to have to say no to other things to say yes to this thing. And that's a big step in stewardship. Stewardship shows that you place value on something to the point that you're going to steward it well. You're going to you're going to you're going to make sure that whatever you're doing, you're doing it well. You're not, you're not half doing it. You're not yep. doing it 
you're not doing it with a complaining heart and a complaining mind. If you say it's like, honestly, it's like about sort of like being a man of your word. Like if you say you're going to be a part of something, if you say your heart's set to do something, if you say you want to do something, you do it. Because, but with, but on the, on the subject of stewardship with the mindset, like I want to steward this well, I want this to be produce something that is good. That is whole. And I can't do that if I'm giving it half of my mind and half of my heart and all these things, you know? And so it's like, when it comes to like time, honestly, stewarding your time kind of is the number one thing because everything else trickles down from that. How you, how you manage, how you, how you steward relationships, how you steward your time with the Lord, how you steward, uh, your, your like physical health, like, um, and any goals or things, how you steward your free time, like all of these things actually start with time, with the, with, with how you spend your time. Um, but, uh, and so, you know, from that, I kind of do want to talk a little bit about, I'm going to go ahead and talk about, um, just some practicals. Some and these may these may be goals for people. These may be things that other people care about, and it may be things you don't care about stewarding well. But I think as far as where we stand as sons and daughters of the Lord, like we should care about them. We should care about stewarding our bodies well. We should care, you know. Uh, we we should have a vision for our lives, or ask the Lord for a vision for our lives, and then when He gives it to us, be responsible enough to steward it well. Be responsible enough to take that thing. Like we did a retreat a couple years ago called Men of the Watch, and it was about Habakkuk 2, where it says, uh, my watchmen on the walls get a vision and they write it down. And they they do it pretty much. And it pretty much means, it pretty much means like you, what you have said, like what you feel the Lord has said for you to do or what you're living towards, like, you you're serious about it. You're serious about the things on your heart to do, especially the things that you feel like God has called you to do, and you put in the time and you and you 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 steward them well, and um, and like from that comes goals. From that comes things you need to do to get those goals. And honestly, like a practical one is your physical health. Like I've recently got back in the gym. I know Caleb has too. Um, and like before working out was like, like one, I in one season of my twenties, I did it because I was always a skinny kid and I wanted to put some weight on. I, I was tired of being skinny and feeling weak. So, I you know, I think I had recently went through a breakup and so that that's always a great motivation to get in the gym. And, and so I used that and like when I was 20, 21 and, you know, started my journey in like, I guess, weightlifting, caring about my body and things like that. But like fast forward, I'm 30 now and getting back in the gym this time around is so different. It's like, I actually just want to, I want to keep my body. Like I feel so much better for one. Since I got back in the gym and started like actually caring about what I eat and things, I feel so much better and like 
all the other things that I feel that I'm responsible for, I do at such a higher level now. Like it's crazy. Um, but it's really not crazy. I mean, that's kind of been proven. Uh, but like, oh, it's definitely my proven. Work, just a lot of people choose to ignore it. Yeah. Like my performance at work is better. Uh, the things, how I spend my time at home, you know, uh, my energy level, my attitude towards people. Um, like it, it, it's, I feel like it's better, uh, because I'm actually stewarding this temple, this, you know, the word, the word calls our body, our, the temple of the Holy spirit. Um, and so like, that's going to look different from ever for everybody, but I do think we do need to take the time to honor it and to, um, to use it well, uh, because it, it honestly, your, your body. So like we are triune beings and we are body, soul, uh, we are body, soul, and spirit. We are reflection. We're a reflection of the father of the Trinity, the father, son of the Holy spirit. Um, we are a spirit with a soul who lives in a body. And, and like, honestly, I truly believe this. I truly believe this. How we steward our bodies directly affects our soul because our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And it can mm. make us feel things. It can, our, our, and how we feel affects our thought life and, and the things we think and the things we say. And then a lot of times that affects our spiritual walk. And it's like this reverse negative, like domino effect that, you know, Sometimes like it, it can actually affect how we walk with the Lord because we're not actually, all of these things are connected, um, into one person. And so, um, like that actually really does affect how we walk, you know? I mean, Caleb, like just share a little bit about like how it's been for you since you've like got back in the gym and really started paying attention to your, your body and, and like really just taking care of yourself in a new way uh i would say that the biggest point for me is i actually have goals now and the whole reason behind why i want to go to the gym i've mm -hmm. picked up the gym multiple times throughout college of just oh i'm gonna do it just because i, I really genuinely didn't have a reason i wanted to get big or something like that but I wouldn't put in enough mm -hmm. consistency or enough time, those kind of things. And it just wasn't filling me up and it trickled out really fast. I just had little spurts. Well, then this time, well, actually, whenever I moved over here last summer, I knew I was going on an elk hunt and I, my brain just switched. It's like, if I am going to be successful, I'm going to have to put in work. And for this scenario, it looks like being in shape because you are going out and hiking miles a day to hopefully get close enough to an animal with a stick and string to be able to kill it. And then after, hours. if you are so fortunate mm. to kill it, you have to backpack that thing on your back out to your truck and 
it's just going to be a ta- the whole experience itself is taxing. So I knew if I was not in any sort of shape and just thought I was going to be successful and go out there, that'd be stupid. Like it's just absolutely stupid. Mm-hmm. So I started running. I can't remember if it was three or four days a week, but I just did two miles a day every day after work, go run. And I mean, I was in, I was in incredible preparation for my trip. I felt amazing, uh, performed well while I was out there. I was unsuccessful, but I kept up with everybody that was in my group who I hunted with, uh, all those things that I thought I wouldn't be underprepared for. I did well and I didn't struggle. Well, looking back on it now come the new year, I just finished David Goggins' first book called Can't Hurt Me, which is an amazing book. And (laughs) it talks a lot about mindset and discipline. And uh, the dude's just a freak. If you haven't read that book, uh, it might press some things in you because the dude's freaking intense. But needless to say, you can undeniably believe that the dude has accomplished a lot in his life. Like the dude or not, the dude yeah. has set a pull-up record for 4,000 pull-ups in 24 hours. Uh, Navy wow. SEAL went through Hell Week three different times. And Man. what else? Army Ranger School. <laughs> All these different accolades that are like superior to a lot of people, Yeah, especially in this country. So with all that being said, I read that book and I mean, my whole mind shifted. And while I started reading that book, I knew at the first of the year, this year, I'm going hunting with one of my best friends, Wyatt Armstrong. And I know without a doubt that dude is going to put in work. Mm. So with that accountability of knowing why it's going to put in this much effort, I know I have to put in this much effort. So Uh matter of fact is I'm also competitive. So I've got to put in that much time to get better, to shoot my bow consistently, daily, to also run and also lift weights. So all those things combined can make your life super busy. And it's really hard to squeeze it in, but I just want to say it's possible. And that's just one example of things. I had this goal in my mind of I want to be ready and in the best shape that I can be and the most prepared to go on this elk hunt possible, bar none. So because of that, those days that the alarm goes off and I don't want to get up, I know that I need to get up, spend time with the Lord first, because if I don't do it first, then I might have to pick it up in the rest of my day. And that, number one, that's a whole different topic, but we can talk about like, Time with the Lord, number one, doing it first thing is your first fruits. It's a deciding of like, out of all the hours in my day, when I wake, you are first getting my mind, God. Mm -hmm. And that, that actually has a lot to do with, that means a lot. When someone gives you the first of something, it's way Mm -hmm. more valuable. So... You do that, get that out of the way. You are not squeezing it in in your afternoons or whatever that might look like. Not saying that 
doing that is wrong. I'm just saying there's some extra value that you can do for yourself and the intimacy with God by doing it first. Yeah. Um, so with that, yeah. I just want to say goals were actually the biggest thing that amplified the whole motivation of getting back in the gym and working out and running and doing all these things because I've set my mind to something and I want to achieve it. It makes it way more practical because I am such a black and white person. If I don't have Mm -hmm. goals or purpose, I can't accomplish anything because I just don't care. If it's pointless to me, I'm not doing it. That is, yeah, that is an area that me and Caleb definitely, uh, we share that outlook for sure. Um, the, the black and white mentality on things. Um, and you, something, Caleb, you said, you know, I just want to say this real quick. The reason we are emphasizing stewardship so much because as kingdom men is um, because we are, this the, the kingdom of the Lord is advancing. It is always advancing. And if you, if you live in a space where you feel like God's not doing much, and the church isn't doing much on the earth and things like that. Like pray for the Lord to reveal that, to reveal what he's doing around you. Pray to the Lord that he would reveal what his kingdom is doing around you. Because the thing is, the truth is God has, has made us. We are actually, we are, we are carriers of the kingdom of God to release the kingdom on the earth. And the kingdom is a busy place. The kingdom is not a lazy place. The kingdom is not a haphazard place. It is not a place where you just mosey through and you just shuffle your feet and you just kind of live in this just like flowy state that never really progresses. God has things for us to do as men and women of God. He has things for us to build. You're, there's so many aspects of the Lord that you don't uh, you won't experience in this life and you won't taste and see um, if you don't actually step in faith first towards things. And you can't step you can't step adequately towards things if you're not stewarding your life well, if you're not stewarding your time well. You know, I know several people who love the Lord and are godly people, but they live lethargic lives and they don't manage their time and they live in this like numb state of like immobility. They don't know what to do and where to go. They don't know they don't know the next step they're supposed to make. They love God, they love the kingdom, they love these things, but they're not actually carrying out the mission and the commission of God at all. And it's because they don't actually know how to steward themselves. They don't know how to steward their walk with the Lord. They don't know how to steward their time with the Lord or their, they don't know how to steward these practical. They don't even know how to steward these practical things. And like I said, like Caleb said, it all starts with your first fruits of the day. It all starts from the top down. If you don't know the Lord, Jesus is real. Get like, believe in Jesus. Like he he, he is the truth. He is the life, like seriously. And um, this ain't a whole gospel thing, but it, you, it first starts with knowing the Lord. And from that space, giving the Lord your time, like, and actually pursuing God, because I tell you what, like, it is not the nature of God to be lazy. It is not the nature of God to be lackadaisical with the things he gives us. That is not God's our character. God, our God is a very proactive being. <laughs> Yes, and God is always what God's always moving. God's always yep. doing something. 
and we are to reflect him. And that doesn't mean that we just fill our lives with busyness. Like busyness is not correct, the goal. Correct. It is it is living lives of purpose. It is a purpose driven life. And in that, and honestly, like the thing is, it's, for me, like I'm really glad I learned how to steward things and I'm still learning because when I said yes to the Lord and like truly meant it and went after him, I needed to learn stewardship because the Lord opened the floodgates in my life and I needed to know how to actually manage my life with him, like with him because it was just, honestly, he filled it up in a lot of ways. Um, but you know, um, so yeah, I just wanted to say that like, we're talking about this because it's a part of the kingdom. It's a part of, it's a part of who we are as people of God to, to, for want to play a part in how the kingdom moves forward on the earth. And to do that, you've got to learn how to steward what God's given you. Because honestly, stewardship equals tr- like trust and stewardship go hand in hand. And the Lord trusts those who steward what he's given them well. And, and he like, he will give you more. Like it's literally the parable of the talents. When the master gave the one guy five and he turned him into 10, he stewarded well what the Lord had given him. And then the Lord took the one from the one who didn't do anything with it and gave it to the one with the most. Because God, God honors that. It's not about works and, and it's not about works and working for and trying to earn something. It's about honor and valuing what the Lord's given you and taking and doing something with it, whether that be skills, whether that be money, whether that be time relationships. Um, and so, you know, I want to, um, I do want to take a, while we're kind of already on this, just talk about like, it's one thing to make time for God. It's another thing of how you, and what are you doing in that time with God? Are you are you stewarding that relationship with the Lord in a way of like, okay, I know I've got to make time for God, and you're doing it in a way that is just like checking things off? Or are you actually challenging yourself to connect with the Lord? Um and I think there's a there's a whole different because there, there's a deeper side to this, right? There's a deeper side to this. There's a deeper side to how you walk with God. Cause I know people that walk with the Lord. And you talk to them, they do the daily quiet time, this and that thing, but it's dry. And they tell you, they'll tell you it's dry. And they're like, maybe checking off, they read a verse today and they, you know, took a note this way and all that. And, but the reality is like, they're not, they're, 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 they're not digging a well. And what I mean by that is they're not actually this actually goes into building a place of intimacy with God, but they're not allowing God into the tough places of their heart to create space for him to fill with himself. Um, and it's like, if you're going to build a relationship with the Lord, be serious about how you build it. Uh, get to know him for who he is and honor the relationship by giving, like being open with the Lord, trusting God, with your heart and with your life, trust God with your dreams and your goals. Uh, and if you don't have dreams and goals, trust that God's will, will give those to you. But yeah. with all that, I think I just, I just, 
I do. I just feel that I feel like there is a side of stewardship with your relationship with God that looks more than just giving him time, but how you spend that time. Like, are you truly going to connect with God? Are you truly, are you truly coming to connect with the Lord and be vulnerable with him and get to know Jesus for Jesus, letting every religious construct you've been raised in fall away? And coming to meet him, because like I said, like I said previously, stewardship equals value. If you place value and honor on something, that means you're going to steward it well. And if you place value and honor on connection with the Lord, you will steward it well. In the And I mean that by you will give him everything. You will bring him. You'll be you'll bring him anger. You'll bring him, you know things you're frustrated about. But a lot of times but what I what what you truly what but what you can truly bring him is surrender. Surrendering parts of yourself that you hold that you're afraid to let go of because you're afraid of like what if I actually let go of that thing? What if I actually commit my life to live that way? What will that look like? And it's like if you want to steward a deep relationship with the Lord, if you want to honor him in the life that he's given you, you will, you will value it enough to give it everything. You will value it enough to lay aside your pride, look stupid with the Lord and yourself, be vulnerable with the Lord and just yourself. Cause a lot of people I think don't know how to be vulnerable with themselves. They don't even know how to express the deep things in their heart that really they hide. Um, and it's like all of that, all of that matters. All of that matters how you do it. It matters that you stay true to yourself, but it matters that you honor the Lord in giving him your heart because in that you were saying, Father, like what you've given me is so valuable and matters enough to me that I'm going to give you everything that I have for it. I'm going to actually trust your word and trust how close you say you are to me and believe that you want the best for me. And I'm going to give you that. Wow. That's super well said. Yeah, I just... I would say that uh, time itself, something that I want to encourage people with is the fact of you have to be flexible with time Mm. based on the seasons that you are in. And that's how you progress through these things. So something I want to say that is a staple is your relationship with the Lord, your time with the Lord. That should be top priority. That should not be something that you waver with and are willing to sacrifice in order to gain more in these other areas. If you want closeness with the Lord, sacrifice other things and get with the Lord first and see how much those other things accelerate in your life. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, but it's going to take sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take incredible sacrifice. Yeah. So I say to be flexible with your time because something that even me and Landon talked about this weekend was okay. He was feeling like he wasn't going to have time for these certain things in the evenings. He's like, I don't know when I'm going to get to the gym. Well, practically, it was like, okay, well, you don't have to go to work until 8.30. It's like, if you can go to the gym 
first before you go to work, and immediately people are going to give feedback of, oh, I don't want to get up early. I don't want to yeah. go to the gym. It's like, but if you do that hard thing that you don't want to do, look at what your evenings turn into. You yeah. now don't waste two plus hours of driving to the gym that's out of your way, away from <clears throat> your home, your activities in the evening, all those things to go yeah. lift or run or however you like to work out for an hour or so. Then you mm-hmm. have to drive wherever you're going to next. You literally yeah. eliminated and just gave yourself two hours just because you told yourself, I'm going to get up earlier and go get this and look at the freedom it gives you. That yeah. leaves room in your evenings to do the fun things you want to do. Your hobbies, go fishing, go hunting, go spend time outside, go read a book, go do these things that you actually yeah. truly want to do after yeah. work. That are good but, to do. They're healthy. They're like they're not a bad thing to want to go do those things, you know. No, absolutely. Gonna... They're necessary. They yeah. sh- they should be pursued. So like to give y'all an insight on what my life looks like right now is I'm taking real estate classes. So on top of my job, which is not a typical nine to five, it's anywhere from <laughs> seven to it could be six o'clock or some days it's earlier than that. Or it could be when times are rolling and we've got time change comes around. It's dry weather and we're working. I'm starting at six thirty and going until easy five o'clock or later just about every day so you break that down and it's like okay so you want to wake up spend time with the lord you want to run and get in shape so that my heart and my endurance is up for this elk hunt yeah then you also want to lift weights and be strong because if i kill an elk i'm gonna have to carry 100 pounds on my back out of however deep couple miles into the wilderness that i am in and out multiple times because I'm not going with a lot of people. I'm going to like maybe max two other guys. Max. So there's multiple trips in that. So therefore, I'm going to have to go to the gym and lift. Then I've also, if I want to be successful, I'm going to have to shoot my bow. Well, then also, if I want to get into real estate, and this is something I want to pursue, I'm going to have to take these classes. And that requires 90 hours for me to get. Of It's like class time, and taking quizzes and all that is a minimum of 90 hours. So, to do this, and I also want to read. that I have a stack of books right now that I'm just like dying to read, but I cannot fit them into my time schedule right now. It's about yeah. to drive me crazy. Same. But I want to give that example of, okay, yes, there are a lot of things Caleb wants to do right now. But practical, practically practically what that looks like of right now and how that makes me better in the future is i'm gonna have to eliminate some of those things i can't do them all that's not possible but if i plan and think about number one put what's important first and get that knocked out it makes it propels you into the next season And if you put your nose down and just do certain things in one season, it opens up doors in the next. And you don't have to do that thing anymore. Oh, absolutely. Because because you sacrificed and did it. Now, if you lollygag, you might live in this cycle forever. 
just mm. putting your hand to something and then never finishing it. That will stress you out and you're not getting anywhere. And I've mm. done that plenty of times. But well, this time, I'm like, okay, so I for sure need to go to the gym. Running, I don't have, I want to do, but I don't have to do right now because I still have months. I have nine months or seven months to get my endurance up. So right now, that one is not super pressing, even though I want to do it. So wake up, spend time with the Lord, go to work, however long we work that day, immediately come home. And I either eat, do real estate classes for like an hour, two hours, something like that. Uh, do this podcast. That's also another freaking thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know that real estate classes are a must right now. So I do yeah. make time to fill that in. Yeah. And then go to the gym and then come home, try to do more classes. And then that's when I sleep. So I gave y'all all these other things that I want to do. Book reading, running, shooting my bow. Uh, those are things that I want to do, but I have to cut out right now. If I want mm -hmm. to advance in the direction yeah. that I want to go. If I want my real estate license. If I want to continue to get strong and be prepared. I have to continue. I can let those things happen. And those have priority right now. But yeah. if once I get my license done and time change happens, I can get up and go run before work. That way yeah. I'm not tired doing because I'm staying up late doing real estate classes. Once I'm done with that, I can get up and go run and feel fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can then go to the gym in the evenings because I'm running in the mornings. And then I'll be able to shoot my bow because we have more daylight. The, that scenario is way more practical for me right now. And that is something that I am trying to steward, which is weird and super flexible. But I just want to encourage you of like, okay, maybe I can't do that right now, Caleb. Maybe I can't I and fill in the blank. But I just wanted to encourage somebody that you can do it. It just might not be right now. It comes at different yeah. seasons. And play it to your strengths oh as if what's in front of your face right now. What's more current? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to break down my daily schedule like Caleb, but like, I mean, I'm like what he just said, though. Like, I am totally having to do that right now. There's, I've probably got more things in my life I want to do now than I ha ever have. And, you know, and I get, and I, honestly using the wisdom of the Lord and the guidance of the Holy Spirit to know what's priority right now and what's not priority. What's the thing I need to give myself to right now? And what's the thing I don't need to give myself to? But also, like, what's necessary? What's necessary for me? And what's realistic? Like, do I want to do this or do I not? And if I don't, mm. then, I, then don't make the time for it. If I really want to do this and I know that it's a part of what I want to be about and do, then make the time. And like, I just want to say like, this is not about being the busiest people alive. And like, if you're, if you're married and you're listening to this and you're not single, I mean, we're two single guys 
So like we're trying to maximize every hour of every day while not being married or care for children. But if you're yeah. married and you have kids, I can get, I get it. Like I've seen it around me. Like it is, it is, it's probably impossible to do all the things we think about and talk about. But at the same time, I do believe how you steward your time and how you steward your things in your life, even with marriage and kids, it is, it is possible to, you, you bring your family along. We are called as men to be ministers of our home. And I think the way we live our lives and the things we live our lives towards is, is our ministry. And we are to bring our families along on those journeys with us. We're not neglecting them. Don't neglect them for the sake of your, of your journey. Don't neglect them for the sake of the things you want to go after and that you feel called to do or whatever. Bring them with you. Yeah. Bring them into that space. Like communicate with your kids and your wife and let them be a part of it. Cause the thing is like stewardship creates space for a legacy. If you steward what, what you steward now, steward now is creating a platform that you can build a legacy on later and you know and I, and like i think that's something that's like i just want to say uh like again like we are called to build legacy we are called to change the next generation like like we pour into those below us beneath us parents do that we do that as as men called to disciple other men a lot of times younger men than us. And we're doing these things to build legacy. Like, like honestly, everything that I'm doing right now um, in my life, I want to see, I, 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 I just see an expansion in my life that I'm creating space for because I'm choosing to maximize all the Lord's given me. Um, you know, and like, honestly, my biggest struggle is with relationships with people. You know, I fear not being close to this person right now because I'm having to make time for me to get this thing done, you know, and so therefore I'll be close to some at certain times and close to some at others and other t- other people I'll be close in different times. And so for me, that's my strain. I'm a very, you know, relational person and want to be, it's like, but you honestly, I, I believe it. Like people who are good stewards understand like they understand the ebb and flow and like they're driven by their call and their purpose in these things. So it's a balance that you have to find. Um, but it's, um, it's, it's just such a, like one of our core values at the porch is honor. And I've said this several times already in this episode, but like the Lord showed me the other day, like honor looks like people who serve whether you serve the Lord and how you, and I think in this situation, you serving God in not wasting your life. Yeah. Like do not waste your life. Do not waste your life on American Christianity. Do not waste your life on comfort. Do not waste your life on false security and whatever. Like believe God to use you for more than you ever thought you could be used for. Believe God to do with your life more than you ever believed you would do with your life. Something I you I will say all the time, and Caleb just shuts down. I'll be like, dude, I just I just can't see myself doing that. And he'll be like, Who cares if you can see yourself doing that? Just do it. If you want to do it, do it. Like your heart is good. You want God. You love the Lord. 
it's on your heart. It's a good thing. Go after it and see what happens. Step in faith towards it and see how the Lord moves. You know, and so it's yeah. like, I think oftentimes we limit what God can do because a, we are not, we are not honoring what He's given us. We are not honoring our lives that we have because of Him. And so, um, you know, this is this is such a bedrock thing. And you know, even as we've been talking tonight, like the more we talk about this, like I can just feel it growing in me of like how important I feel this is to the Lord that whether, you know, like steward your Bible reading, steward your time, like give your heart to worship, be people who worship, be men and women of God who worship God and worship the Lord hard. When you go into, when you go to worship the Lord, bring him an offering. Don't bring him a sleep session. Don't bring him a, a, a complaining session. When you come to worship, you come to offer him praise. Like your your worship should be a sacrifice of praise to him. Wow. But he also wants you to steward and honor your life in different and honor the life he's given you in different ways and how you impact the world with expressing all that the kingdom is. And the kingdom is not just what happens in a church building. The kingdom is everything. A kingdom is all over the place. It is breaking in to all areas. Yep. You know, and it's like uh, who you are and who the Lord uniquely made you to be expresses a side of the kingdom with him in the middle of it. And, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I just want people to uh, to be encouraged and this to stir up hunger, like stir up hunger to value yourself value yourself and value your life and value your own heart and your own mind and not believe that don't count yourself out. Don't count the things on your heart to do out. And honestly, don't label them as, Oh, this isn't blatantly godly. So therefore I shouldn't give my time to it because God can use any and everything. And he's just waiting for you to love, to live a life filled with his love and you running after the things on your heart to do and just watch him move through it. You know, just watch him use it. So, um, yeah, we could, it's almost like we could repeat the same things we've already said just because we're so passionate about them. But, um, yeah, like don't waste your life. Don't waste your time. Don't waste the time the Lord's given you. Believe that you believe in the things you don't see right now and and not from a place of being busy and being successful but from a place of stewarding what god's given you and stewarding every part of your life because it's all working together it's all connected and the lord doesn't the lord doesn't waste anything like nothing is wasted with god yeah. um and I, I just don't think we're called to waste out waste our lives either um, and sometimes it looks like work. Sometimes it looks like learning. Sometimes it looks painful. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's freedom. It's all freedom. Like it's a, it's a privilege to get to walk this life out this way. Um, and not just being successful, but actually being intrinsically filled with understanding, like I am stewarding what I've been given well. Um, 
you know, so that's my, you know, that's really my heart on it. Um, no, yeah, that stuff's well said. And I would say to wrap things up, I would say because we can spill on this stuff, this is something that is so connected to us. And not that we know everything. We are trying to figure this out on our own. This is something that we're still trying to walk out daily for ourselves. But we feel like it's so crucial to others, and we feel like it's totally missed. It's totally Mm -hmm. overlooked. Yes. So if there's something you're going through or this scenario, like Landon, I'm so glad you brought up like uh, people who have families and kids and spouses and all this stuff of – things that they have to truly manage right now in their life. We don't have that. So, I mean, our lives can look and do look so differently, but there's still Mm -hmm. avenues that these things can work. Just because you have a family doesn't mean you put your dreams and certain things on hold. Like you have to still, there's a reason that's on your heart and you still should pursue those. It just might not be in the way that you think it is. So, Something I would throw out is if y'all have some sort of scenario that you're like, well, my life looks like this and I don't know how I can further pursue this thing or that thing. I don't have time for this. How do you, how do I manipulate my schedule to get this more involved? Or what does that look like for y'all? Certain personal things that y'all might have, uh, definitely message us on social media and we can do our best to give you an answer and some advice is the least we could do. And that would be my thing. I feel like a lot of people want these things, but they're definitely, they're either number one clueless or number two, they're just completely overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and feel paralyzed in it. I feel like those are the two categories most of the time. And then the third yeah. one is you're already and doing it, so like props yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it I, is yeah, definitely I, I mean, something that is needed. Our generation, you know, I think we we have gotten lost, and I'd say our generation, everyone that's alive right now, we've gotten lost in, and we've forgotten how to. Uh, how to build stuff, how to build the things, you know, how to take what's on our heart and actually build it. Um, but God's changing that. And so, yeah, we just, we, we thank you for, uh, for listening to this episode and, um, we're, we're excited to do, do these each week. And, um, uh, we're just, you know, we're, we're ready to see how the Lord uses this. And, um, we, we hope it speaks to you. So thank you guys so much again for, for listening in and being a part of this. And um, we will, we'll see you all next time on the next episode of full scope. See you.